Wine is science, art, geography, and history, all contained within a bottle. Make the Culinary Stone your go-to for wine shopping, and we'll show you why it transports and transcends. Visit culinarystone.com for more information. Social Media Summit, Quarter Lane is back and now presenting 30 expert speakers on all things social media. Kate Buck Jr., Therese Skelly, Sandra Martini, Brittany Hennessy, and Kurt Harding are just some of the names that will be presenting. Visit smwcda.com for more information. Now in its third year, Social Media Summit, Quarter Lane and the Social Media Summit Inner Circle, helping you untangle the web of social media marketing in marine climates well i wouldn't call us in, in marine climates and i'm enjoying it just fine <laughs> yes there's we a do lake. have a lake there's a lake about there's five a miles lot of lakes. <laughs> there's a lot of is lakes. that considered marine climate i don't know I, i'm thinking i'm gonna more. ask my son because he's a marine <laughs> <laughs> shelly webb you just made me laugh and that is going into our introduction of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. We have about 22 seconds that we have to lead in, and that's perfect. It's been a long week. Are you ready to wind down? Why not? It's time for the Wine Time Fridays podcast with Shelly and Phil. Neither are sommeliers, but both have a deep passion for life, each other, and delicious wine. And now, here to talk about this week, over a glass of wine, is Shelly and Phil. It's wine time. Hello, 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 That's what I wanted to say. Hello, hello, hello. That's a great, great start to this uh, episode. Welcome to Wine Time Fridays. Holy moly. Welcome. We have not had anything to drink hardly. Welcome to Wine Time Fridays. Lord knows we need to say happy Friday. It's wine time. <laughs> Holy moly. Today is a day we have been trying. Well, I mean, we could have done it. We've been wanting to for since we started this podcast to bring a Tanat into play from Garzon. And we ended up getting three Garzones. So these are going to be wines from Garzon. In we've got, Uruguay. We're going to have an Albarino, which we've had two Albarinos already. Um, Today? No, in the past. Oh, okay. We're having a... I was a like, where was I? Rosé of Pinot Noir. And we're having a Tanat. Uh, actually, I did not pull up any information on the actual Tanat grape. Uh, maybe I'll do that on the fly. But uh, real quick, a little bit about Garzon. In 2007, winemaker Alberto Antonini and proprietor Alejandro Bulgaroni began to develop the winery concept and investigate the area's terroir with in-depth soil, varietal, clone, and climate studies. And the first vines were planted in the fall of 2008. So that was their initial planting and then an even um, additional planting in 2011. So the, wine, the actual winery construction began in 2011 with the goal of 
uh, the LEED certification when completed in spring of 2015. These guys have really moved quickly. We're in 2020, and they are making some pretty good wines. I would say Alberto Antonini uh, is an Italian enologist and grower producer and a consultant to a large number of wineries in various countries, including Italy, the U.S., Argentina, Canada. 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 Oh. Chile, Uruguay, mm. uh, Australia, among a couple others. Now, Alejandro Bulgaroni is an Argentine billionaire businessman who, you know, came through the oil and gas sector. And according to Forbes, is the is Uruguay's only billionaire. So they have teamed up. Um, you know what they say, Shelley? How to make a small fortune in wine? Uh, start with a large fortune. That's right. So hopefully <laughs> Alejandro doesn't experience that. Well, it's been a while. so It has. They're over 10 years. Well, about 10 years in uh, for bottling. We are at episode 18. I want to get this done because I'm going to forget if I don't. But do you have some number 18 uh, players in mind off the top of your head? I do not. Well, there's... Uh, I mean, I'm running out of quarterbacks. Yeah, well, you got Peyton Manning. He's probably the... the 18, Peyton Manning? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yep, number 18 he, it was Indianapolis and then the Broncos. Uh, and the Anaheim Angels of... <laughs> You mean the redundant angels of yeah. Anaheim? So the Los Angeles means the angels, and then you have angels. So that's the angels, angels. The? Of Anaheim. I don't understand. The angels. 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 I don't know. The, the angels, whatever. Los Angeles, angels of Anaheim. Yeah, it's, it's kind of silly. Anyway, Orlando Cabrera is number 18 uh, of the newer... That's Yay, Angels. So did you know that I was at the opening day of the Angels Stadium? Do you see how in I Anaheim. led you into that? Yeah. Did you know I went to a Wango Tango concert in an Angel Stadium? That's right, you did. Do you know I saw Kelly Clarkson? Yes. And many other people. Yeah, we walked out on somebody who started rapping really loud. Ooh, and last week we were at 28 minutes, so we're going to keep going on this. Uh, we have already pre-poured the Albarino, and we've already toasted. Sorry, you only get to hear two toasts today. Uh, we're going to do the Albarino first, the Rosé second, and then we're going to move on to the Tanat. And uh, maybe Shelly's over there working real quick to find out a little bit about Tanat grape. If not... I wasn't. Okay. Uh, we've already we've already toasted. We don't need to. We just okay. need to give it a sniffy sniff. Do we copy off of Gary? Did you say Gary Vaynerchuk? <laughs> I didn't. I, don't I think referred last, to him. I don't think last week we mentioned his name. I think we probably did. I missed it then. Anyway, it, it kind of smells um, mm. a little bit like a Viognier, like a light Viognier to me. I don't get that. Really, really, <laughs> there's, there's peaches and apricots. I don't even get that. Well, let's look at the uh, tasting notes, shall we? Because we a lot of citrus, grapefruit. So, the alcohol on this is thirteen five. On a white wine. And we've talked about mm -hmm. Albarino, so we're not going to spend a whole lot of time on this. We've talked about it two separate episodes, and well, I. Some people haven't heard those. 
No, but I can. What'd you say? Some people haven't heard those. But then you. And then I blew a bug off my head. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. We had an Albarino and a Cab Franc episode 13. That was my blind tasting, if you remember that. Mm. And then we had the Albarino. This is very crisp. I like it. And Albarino in episode 15 as well. And so we, this is our third Albarino in our young, young podcast career. So the technical sheet on this alcohol 13.5. And Garzon is actually a region in Uruguay. 100% Albarino, residual sugar, three grams per liter. Shelly, do you know? That's high. No, it's not. It's actually really, really low. I'm going to tell you real quick about residual sugar. Um, it's from natural grape sugars left over in a wine after the alcoholic fermentation low. finishes. It's measured in grams per liter. So in America, we use that as a percentage. Okay. Mm -hmm. So for example, a wine with 10 grams per liter of residual sugar has 1% sweetness. Now, so, who can I trust? Well, that's from Madeline from Wine Folly. She knows everything. So at three grams, did I say that's what this was? Three grams per liter, liter. three divided by a thousand, and that's under 1%. Oh, that's good. Okay. Yeah, it's bone, bone dry. So three grams is actually really, really less low. than a teaspoon of sugar per liter. So that's pretty good. Yep. So four grams is a teaspoon. So this was aged three to six months on the leaves in stainless steel tanks. I can certainly... And what's interesting is they actually have some of the concrete egg tanks they use at this bodega garden. Oh, home. that's what you were saying. Concrete egg tank tanks. They look like an egg. Right, they do. They, they look like a big egg, yeah. And they're very curious. So most people would know that Uruguay is in southern... Um, South America. It's located between Brazil and Argentina. It's one of the most significant countries in Latin America to have a wine industry. So it's the same latitude as Argentina, Chile, South Africa, Australia, and New Zealand. So Tanat is a red... We need to get you a geography course. Yes, we do. That's why I like uh, football because I know <laughs> cities in the United States and capitals and wine because then I start knowing the world geography. That's fun learning, Shelley. Fun learning. Yes. It is fun learning. So in Uruguay, um, the main grapes that they do plant are Tanat, Merlot, Cabernet, Pinot Noir, and Malbec for the reds. And the white plantings are Albarano, Sauvignon Blanc, Chardonnay, Semillon, and Riesling. That's a lot, though. I'm surprised they plant Pinot Noir. I'm not well, sure you why. shouldn't be surprised because we are about to have a Pinot Noir Rosé. How about that for a segue? That's a good segue. Thank you. Another twist cap. Both the first two wines are twist caps. Uh, let's talk and a little both bit. Whites. For, okay, first of all, I, I, I need to know what you think about. We need to talk more about these wines. So, what did you think about this Albarino? It was very nice. It is nice. 
is really refreshing. Mm -hmm. Today got close to 90 degrees. This weekend, my daughter is coming to visit for the week with her fiance. You've met them, Lindsay and Brian. Not you, the listener. Uh, I think I have <laughs> met them. Um, <laughs> Shelly gave me a weird look. Yes, <laughs> I, I, I have met them. Uh, and they're coming up for a week. We get on to the Pinot Noir Rosé. All of these are reserves, or by the way. Or the Rosé of Pinot Noir. Rosé of Pinot Noir. Of Pinot Noir. So we would normally say Rosé of something here. Yep. So... It's got, it's been on the skins a, a little longer. It's pretty pink, isn't it? It's the same amount of time on the leaves and the stainless steel tanks, but... Three to six months. Mm -hmm. It's got but a little less residual sugar. A little less. 13% alcohol. 100% Pinot Noir. Okay, let's uh, toast this up. And then we have to take a break. To health, <laughs> wealth, and abundance... Gratitude, romance, and peace on earth. And your giggles. And their kisses. Thank you, honey. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. That's very nice, too. So, very dry, obviously, with the 2.5 grams per liter. Mm. There's a little bit of tin on the aftertaste. You getting tin on the aftertaste? Mm-hmm. Is that what it says in the notes? No. <laughs> I don't think any winemaker's going to put, yes, some tin on the aftertaste. <laughs> the notes say the nose is intense and fruity. I'm not getting intense or fruity. I'm getting I'm, some melon. Yeah, I'm not getting a whole so lot maybe of Maybe some watermelon. On a, yes, watermelon, yes. So it's warm out here. I brought these out as... The last minute is possible, and it should have warmed up enough to where we got something on the nose. A little bit of strawberries. It um, says, its mouth is well-balanced with an excellent development. Its strong acidity and minerality make it an ideal wine to enjoy in marine climates. Well, I wouldn't call us in marine climates, and I'm enjoying it just fine. <laughs> yes, there's we a lake. We do have a lake. There's a lake about there's five miles There's a lot of here. lakes. <laughs> Is, a lot of is that considered marine climate? I don't know. I, I'm thinking. I'm going to ask my son because he's a marine. <laughs> <laughs> Shelly Webb, you just made me laugh, and that is going into our introduction of this episode. <laughs> oh no! We have about 22 seconds that we have to lead in, and that's perfect. Uh, yes, do ask your son about him. Who's a Marine about marine climates? Well, so their um, vineyards are located only 18 kilometers from the Atlantic Ocean. So definitely. I would say that's a marine Definitely climate. a marine environment there. Wow, Here, that's, that's very close to the water. Hear that music? I do not. It's there. We'll be right back. Social Media Summit Coeur d'Alene is back in Coeur d'Alene for the third year in a row, presenting now 30 expert speakers on all things social media. The Pacific Northwest's longest running social media conference is designed to empower local brands and professionals with a deeper understanding 
of the strategies, tactics, and tools they need to advance themselves and their organizations in the ever-changing fields of social media and digital marketing. Learn from experts like Kim Garst, Nick Nimmin, Heather Austin, Tony Christensen, Andrea Vall, Amanda Robinson, Molly Mahoney, and Nick Carita, just to name a few. And for those who think conferences are too overwhelming or you can't justify three days away from the office, there is also the Social Media Summit Inner Circle Masterclass. With each class presented by an expert in social media marketing, you'll have time to implement what you've learned before the next session. Be sure to visit smwcda.com for more information on Social Media Summit Coeur d'Alene and the Social Media Summit Inner Circle. Welcome back to this episode of Wine Time Fridays. We have a lot of announcements. We have to get through this um, quickly. We have one more wine to try. We are tasting wines from Garzone Winery. Bodega Garzone. Bodega Garzone. Thank you. Uh, uh, winery in Uruguay. Talked a little bit about Which how... Which is in South America, not Europe. Just want to remind you of that. Thank you. You know, no. I do have control over uh, <laughs> editing this out so that I can make myself only look dumb instead of super, super, super dumb. <laughs> okay, shall we try the Tanat? Yes. I have to open the Tanat. I think next week we should do, because next week we're going to have a Cabernet Sauvignon. We might even have two, because the week like a few days after next week's a episode. few days after next week's episode is Cabernet Sauvignon Day which is September 3rd That's so depressing to me. Why? September, September 3rd. marks there's a number of reasons. I'll tell you why oh, it depresses me. There's no football. Yeah, that's one. There's no freaking football. That's oh, there might be SEC football. Who cares about SEC football? And it starts marking the end of summer. Oh, but that sound. That's Look at how dark that is. That is very dark. That's the first time that I've ever heard you depressed by the end of summer. Well, you know, we've got the and, conference and coming been, up in September, and it's like a lot of stress. No, it's going to be great. Oh, it'll be great. Still a lot of stress. Okay. Okay, we'll edit that out. <laughs> we don't want to say that our conference is stressful. For us. No, we don't want to say that. No, we don't want to say that. Hell no. Hell no. Oh, my God. I have to keep hell no. And Shelly said hell no. Uh, should we toast this up and then talk about it or talk about it and then toast it up? Toast it up. All right. This wine is heavy. Like, uh, like heavy in, in terms heavy of the in weight. weight. Is that right? That's interesting. It is interesting. It could be the glass. It is a bigger bowl, no, bigger glass. No, I think it's the wine. But. So we're not comparing these wines because they're completely different wines. So mm -hmm. we don't care about the size glasses. By the way, for everyone who is sad that I broke the Tucon glass, <laughs> I bought another one. And it is out here on our table. Okay. And we went through a bunch of wine glasses uh, to kind of make some room downstairs and now we've got no the the feng shui feng shui, feng shui easy rule. for you to say is you have to <laughs> get rid of some things to make room for, for new things. other things that's right for new things okay off you go phil <laughs> wow 
<laughs> so next week's Wine Time Fridays will be just me or maybe just Shelly. It's just very sad. I'm going to just still say it to your nice legs. Ooh. I know. On this wine, yeah. Yeah, I think you have nice legs. To your giggles and your legs. To your giggles. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> this has got great mouthfeel. When someone says great mouthfeel, what do you think that means? I am really not sure. I know what it means to me, but I can't explain it. What do you smell? Um, someone's barbecuing. Now I'm jealous. Okay, well, so we have chicken defrosting. You can put it on the grill. Let's see. Um, Super dark. Very, very, very dark. Yep. And and uh, rich purple in color. Definitely. Long finish. Plums and raspberries. Hmm. I'm not getting the raspberries. I'll get blackberries. I'm not I get some butterscotch in here. Really? Wow. And licorice. So they're saying this is a juicy, full-bodied wine, rich purple in color, which we are absolutely getting, with very fresh aromas, reminiscent of red and black fruits. I did say blackberries. You did say plums. Um, that would fall. That would fall in a black. That, there's plums and raspberries. Were you saying that, or were you reading that? No, I was saying that. That's really good. And then I said licorice and something else. Well, with a delicate, spicy nose. I'm getting a little spice in that. I don't know about delicate. And it's got some a long finish, but I don't think it's the best finish yet. Uh, this is a 2018. <laughs> it's still a little tannic. At a reserve. It, yeah, so it could probably lie yeah, down it could lie for down a little bit. For a long time. In the mouth, it presents a strong personality. <laughs> We're going to have an argument later. Uh, its mature tannins and minerality transforms it into a wine with great soil identity. Back to that terroir. Uh, 14.5 alcohol. 100% to not. 100% to not. All of these are 100%. That's fantastic. I love that. It was only bottled in July 2019, so it's only been in the bottle for, for a year, a year and, and a month. So, uh, To right. not, a little bit about the grape is a red wine grape whose origins lie in the uh, Basque country. Is it Basque? I don't know. On the border between France and Spain. That's Tanat over there. Here in the shadow of the Pyrenees Mountains, the terrain is rough and rugged, so it is only fitting that Tanat should create wines which are equally deep, dark, and rustic. So we uh, have to mention Paso Robles. Yes, Tanat is grown down in Paso Robles. Yes. Which we probably won't be having a birthday celebration there this year, but we're going to curate relationships so that we can have an unbelievable birthday celebration next year. And we'll pair that up with a trip to my daughter's wedding. They're having three weddings, apparently. <laughs> um, I didn't think that anyone could one up your daughter who had two weddings. Two big weddings, yes. <laughs> but Lindsay, Lindsay and Brian. I'm sure it's all Brian's idea. I'm sure. It's yeah. all Brian's idea. Uh, He's like, come on, Lynn, we need three weddings. Come on. I really want three <laughs> weddings. Uh, so this is really good. Anyways, this is fun. Yeah. The uh, Paso Robles to not is by Tablas Creek Vineyards. Tablas Creek. Mm -hmm. There's a mention. Yes. I will be tagging them. 
Oh, good. We'll be friends with them in no time. I hope so, because my friend has uh, been there. She's part of the wine club there. Really? Yes. Which friend? Tara Hollister. Ta- really? Tara Hollister. Yes, we were in um, drill team together in high school. I can't tell you the last time I saw Tara. You have never met her. So, <laughs> thus, I can't tell you the last time That's I saw Tara. That's true, but she likes to visit wineries. We do, too. Yes, okay. Carry on. Our wayward son. Uh, social media tip. We're getting to that part of the episode. Oh, my gosh. You did not remind me about this social media tip. <laughs> yeah, because we very rarely talk about a social media tip on an episode. So I will just say for this social media tip, be authentic. Oh, man. Be who you are because you want to attract the tribe that you would normally hang out with. Um, and <laughs> let's mention Gary Vaynerchuk again. Well, I mean, he swears up and down. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen to something from him this morning that was from a couple years back. Um, but he's just like F-bombs everywhere. But he attracts his tribe. Those are the people who love him and will be the super fans. So but you know what? I mean, it's not even... Be yourself. There are like myself. I don't think he has to swear that much. You don't like swearing. It hurts your ears. Okay? Yes, but you listen to him. I like Gary Vaynerchuk, but I listen to the um, speeches where he's not swearing so much. Right, the keynotes. Not the keynotes. No, the keynotes. Oh. A lot of the keynotes, he doesn't swear very much. Uh, that's an absolutely fantastic social media tip. It sounds like, I, if you're listening to this, you're saying, well, everybody knows that. Yeah, everybody knows it, but they don't practice it. John Travolta's driving over the, or flying over the top of us right now. That's not a 747. No. Uh, so I've got some news. What is it? It's exciting news. I think it's exciting. Uh, We're going to go in less exciting to more exciting. Less exciting. We are on Instagram now as Wine Time Fridays. There's not going to be a lot there at the beginning, but uh, we'll start doing some things more and more there. But we also have a website, winetimefridays.com. And it if you don't like listening to podcasts on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or iHeartRadio or Pandora or any of the multitudes of platforms you can watch, uh, listen to podcasts. By the way, people ask me all the time, where do people watch your podcasts? Well, they don't watch them anywhere because it is an audio format, not video. Anyway, I digress. Uh, you can listen to them on our website and we will actually have blog posts as well um both of us have so much extra time that we'll be able to pour into that and i say that with a real sarcastic tone and i'm not sure what shelly's doing she might be playing a game i'm not okay i'm looking at our instagram account how's it look uh not too good right now there's at this point as of this recording, there are exactly how many posts? Zero. There are zero posts, but we're going to get posts up there. And uh, 
Instagram's funny. You can't put a URL in the in the post itself or a clickable link. It's Instagram. Yeah. Ooh. Touching your microphone. <laughs> we are going to wrap this up before I get in super trouble. Uh, oh, just as a uh, review, um, tonight or today or whenever you're listening to this, we tasted through three different Garzon, Bodega Garzon wines, an Albarino, Reserva 2019, a Pinot Noir Rosé from, of Sangiovese, uh, Reserva no. two, I'm sorry, Pinot Noir yeah. Rosé, Reserva 2019, and a Tanat Reserva 2018. Uh, all pretty young. I'm, I'm thinking the Rosé and the Albarino are fine. The Tanat probably could lie down a little bit. A long time. Yep. Uh, these are really fun wines. You can find the Tanat probably at most places that have a decent wine selection because it's kind of the trendy pick right now. Um, Bodega Garzon has won a lot of different awards and so they're really making a name for themselves. The Albarino and the Pinot Noir Rosé may be a little bit more difficult to find, but if you ask your wine store merchant, whatever. Your sommelier. Or your sommelier, whatever. Whoever is, uh, wherever you buy your wine, uh, if they can get the Tanat from Garzon, they can get the other ones. So check them out. They're all very good wines. And the price points, 20 bucks and under. So we've given you a lot of information. And remember, with just a little bit of information, wine becomes a lot less overwhelming. Talk to you next week when we have a Cabernet Sauvignon for Cabernet Sauvignon Day. Yay! Woohoo! Bye-bye. We have news for you. Wine needn't be intimidating or boring either. Let sommelier and wine buyer for the Culinary Stone, Trevor Treller, help you in selecting wines that deliver the best quality-to-price ratio. The wine regions of the world and our own country can offer up these glorious bang-for-the-buck items and some special occasion premium bottles too. Let us guide you in your search for that perfect bottle of wine. If you have any questions, visit culinarystone.com or simply call 208-277-4116. spending part of your day to wind down with Shelly and Phil. Remember, you can listen to any episode of the Wine Time Fridays podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to visit our Wine Time Fridays Facebook page for daily conversation. We invite you to join us again next week when we have a conversation over another glass of wine. Until then, here's our toast to you, to health, wealth, abundance, gratitude, and of course, romance.